0: Hello, ako si Jessica Cavilan. Kayo ay nakikinig sa bagong Refresh Podcast episode kung saan himayin natin ang mga maiinit at mahalagang isyu sa Pilipinas. Ito ang Refresh Newsbreak: Beyond the Stories. Sa episode na to, pag-uusapan natin ang ekonomiya ng bansa nang dadatnan ng President-elect kasi Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos Jr. at kung akma ba ito para matupad ang mga pangakong binitawan niya. Isa sa mga tumatak sa mga botante ay ang pangako gagawing 20 pesos kada kilo ang bigas. Posible ba itong maabot talaga? Kumusta ang mga plano ng kanyang kampo para sa ekonomiya? Lalo na not maraming problema i iiwan si Pangulong Rodrigo Duterte. Natalakayin natin ang isyong ito kasama ang Rappler Business Reporter na si Ralph Rivas. Hi Ralph, thank you for joining me today.
1: Hi Judith, kumusta?
0: Excited ako natanungin sa iyo yung mga tanong na meron ako. Lalo na yung palaging sinasabi ng mga kasuporta niya na in relation to the bigas. So, Ralph, a month before Duterte leaves office, can you tell us the state of our economy now, including yung mga utang na iiwan niya?
1: Well, first of all, Judith, the economy is slowly recovering. Parang uh, kumpara noon, ba, na uh, we underwent a recession, five consecutive quarters of negative growth. Ngayon, uh, sumisigla na ang ekonomiya. Mapapansin naman natin, ba, na... Uh, balik na yung mga tao sa uh, pagkonsumo, sa pamamasyal, dahil sa looser quarantine restrictions. In fact, uh, as of the first quarter of uh, 2022, 8.3% na ang uh, GDP uh, GDP growth ng Pilipinas. So that's a huge, huge improvement and a welcome development better than expected. Pero uh, again, uh, yung growth na to ibig sabihin lang talagang uh, lumagapak yung ekonomiya uh, the previous year. Kaya mataas yung uh, number uh, this time around. So lots and lots of uh, things to do pa, especially for this e- uh, incoming economic team. Uh, threats, syempre, nandyan yung poverty. Uh, alam naman natin, uh, maraming naghihirap at patuloy na naghihirap dahil sa pandemia. Uh, poverty incidence, uh as of uh 2021 the first semester of 2021 is at 23.7% equivalent yan to over 26 million filipinos na naghihirap so uh yun um uh, sumisigla ekonomiya very unequal yung growth na yan no? uh may mga nakikinabang may mga hindi pa rin naaambulan ng grasha so uh kailangan talagang uh, pag-isipan ng uh, susunod na administration ito especially na uh maliit lang yung leg room nila para sa para sa spending. Uh, of course uh talagang topic natin Judes yung utang. Uh almost 13 trillion pesos na at uh, inaasahan na lalagpas ng 13 trillion yan uh, by the end of the year. So talagang ano uh, malaking isyu yan.
0: Gusto kong i-unpack yung maraming mga issue na badatnan ng, Duterte, ng incoming Marcos administration. Pero bago tayo pumunta doon, of course, I wanted to ask you also, Ralph. Ano tingin mo naman yung mga issue pang-ekonomiya na Duterte admin handled well and also resolved well? Medyo mahirap
1: kasing sabihin na <laughs> simple na parang, ay tama to o malito. to. Dahil sa uh, usapin na economics, meron yang winners and losers, hmm. parang... Uh, limited resources ka mo ibibigay kay A or kay B? ba? So <laughs> medyo mahirap 'yan eh. Halimbawa uh, President Duterte uh for me yung legacy niya is tax reform. Mm-hmm. Uh kumatatandaan natin 'di ba? Yung TRAIN law. Uh, so sa atin mga uh na sumusweldo no uh tuwing 15 at 30 uh, na sumusweldo ay uh, bumaba yung taxes natin at uh, lumaki yung take-home pay natin. So that's a win, diba. ba? For those na nasa around starting salary, uh, around 20,000, I suppose, uh, wala nang binabayarang taxes yan and uh, within that range. So uh, nakakatulong yan, di ba? Uh, sino ba naman ang ayaw ng mas malaki yung take-home? Pero of course, yung problema dyan ay uh, bumawi naman yung gobyerno sa pagtaas ng buwis nang uh, oil for instance yeah. ba at saka sa sugary drinks. So, kita mo naman natin ngayon dito sa oil no. Almost 100 pesos na per liter yung uh, diesel and uh, yeah. I'm afraid na a uh, aabot talaga sa ganung uh, ganun na ang presyuhan unfortunately yeah uh, global the, the uh global happenings no, right. uh in regards to oil. So uh yun uh, tax reform, uh there's train law and then uh of course I have to emphasize that although uh um, yung byung sweldo ay yung uh yung take yung tax natin at lumaki yung take home pay uh, tumaas yung pressure di ba so the point there is yung mga hindi sumisweldo ng uh, buwanan or di ba yung mga minimum income earners before na wala naman talaga binabayaran taxes uh, income taxes rather tumaas yung uh, kanilang mga expenses because of the uh, taas ng sa pagtaas ng crude oil yeah. So yun. uh that's a very uh alarming uh, situation kung paano nila masusustain yung kanilang uh, uh kanilang mga pang-araw-araw na tustusin because of the high prices.
0: So pero ano naman yung sayo yung pinaka tumatak dahil na pa train wreck nito parang uh, parang naging sobrang gulo na issue na hindi na handle na ayos ng administration na to. Parang ano yung pinahatumatak sa'yo or hindi mo makakalimutan siguro na hindi nila naayos din. It, typically in this administration, hindi na maayos.
1: Okay. Uh, medyo, ano to, medyo hanggang ngayon, pinagdidebatehan parang ito ng mga ano <laughs> uh, Pero para sa akin, uh, the biggest miss was giving uh, cash aid o ayuda noong panahon ng pandemia. Kasi yun talaga eh. Talagang... Uh, nag-suffer yung maraming-maraming Pilipino because of that. Uh, may cash aid, pero uh, ika ng mga eksperto ay uh, talagang tinipid no? uh, ng economic team ni President Duterte, especially this pandemic. At uh, talagang prioritize pa rin niya ang uh, infrastructure projects na hindi rin maitayo because of the quality restrictions. So uh, that was the biggest miss. Kasi yung issue kasi dyan, do this, no ah uh, kapag uh, in theory no although we can't test it anymore kasi missed opportunity na yun for the Duterte administration no ah uh, kapag pala, kapag hindi nila I mean, ko pag in theory kapag nabigyan ng ayuda no ay uh, magsi-spark ito ng uh, economic activities and uh, somewhat temper the downfall of uh, our GDP growth uh, i mean uh, you i mean alam mo yan, parang medyo kahit papano ay uh, hindi ganon ka bagsak yung ekonomiya during the height of the pandemic. So, uh, ito dapat, halimbawa, uh, ito yung GDP growth at saka yung debt, halimbawa. Iyan, importante uh, pag-usapan kasi yung debt, Judes, yeah. no? So, Dahil yung 13 pe- trillion pesos, hindi masamang mangutang. So, yun yung dapat nating uh, alam muna natin, mindset natin, hindi masamang umutang. But, uh, dapat titingnan natin yung level ng utang natin sa paglago natin sa ekonomiya so going back to my point no kung mas na pa lang ni uh, president Duterte at yung kanyang economic team yung ekonomiya ay medyo hindi ganon ka laki yung agwat
0: mm-hmm. ng
1: uh, ng utang at sa ng uh, laki na ekonomiya yun yung tinatawag natin na debt to gdp ratio kasi yun yung tinitingnan ng mga maraming uh, ekonomista pati na rin yung mga uh, multilateral lenders na posibleng magpautang sa atin. Mm-mm. So currently nasa over uh 63.5% na ang GDP growth, um, uh, ang debt to GDP at uh, yung uh, what do you call this, yung katanggap-tanggap uh, na level is 60%. So medyo mataas din.
0: Yes. So knowing the context that the past administration uh, left or is leaving the Philippines with, tell us naman siguro yung plans ng incoming admins sa economy ng Pilipinas. And paano mo ito describe siguro based then sa recent actions nila and yung composition ng economic team na binubuo nila? Ano tingin mo magiging outlook ng economic plans nila?
1: Medyo limited pa yung alam natin no? pagdating sa ganyan. But we are seeing, uh, it seems na parang uh, continuity yung magiging tema. No? uh i mean uh although president duterte did not uh you know campaign for uh uh incoming uh, president marcos uh many themes of continuity uh finance secretary Sani dominguez has proposed lots of measures already uh pinasan niya yan kay uh, incoming finance chief and current central bank governor benjamin diopno continuity yung nakikita natin and uh Whether or not we want this uh, strategy to continue, Uh, uh, various groups saying uh, that there were a lot of anti-poor policies that were passed during the Duterte administration. Uh, That's something that we have to uh, look at, how different or how similar the two sets of economic managers will be. Uh, I mean... Uh, there's no question na talagang uh, nire-respeto yung incoming uh, economic team sa business community. But that doesn't mean that uh, they will uh, necessarily push for your best interests, di ba? Yes. So, uh, I mean, sure, uh, uh, yung mga kapitalista at uh, yung mga negosyante talaga nagbubunyi because of this economic team na we have my credentials, but of course, kailangan pa rin masusi kung anong klase ng mga pulisiya ang kanilang ipapasa.
0: Yes. Since you mentioned na uh, it seems that this is going to be a continuity of the Tuterte Economic Outlook, what's one mistake of the Tuterte admin that the Marcos government should avoid doing? And siguro if giwin ito, anong mangyayari? Kailangan tong tong if patuloy na gagawin na tong mistake nito?
1: Naku, Judesh, that's a very, very, very big question that uh-huh. I'm afraid uh, I can't answer and uh, even the, uh, the brightest economists <laughs> can't answer, you know. But, uh, kasi masyadong, masyadong malaki. So let's uh, let's uh, narrow it down, no? Yeah. Uh, uh, let's stick to kung ano yung mga binanggit ko kanina. Uh, lumalago ulit ang ekonomiya, but the growth is uneven hindi pantay so uh yung mga mayay- mayayaman uh, patuloy na yumayaman yung, yung mga mahirap ay uh, talagang gapang talaga sa putik sa mayod so that's uh, something that uh, uh a missed opportunity talaga no especially uh, president Duterte being uh, uh, perceived as a populist no at talaga pangmasa ay uh, he let it uh, uh in the hands of the economic team who had uh, very uh liberal economic agenda uh liberal in the sense na hinayaan niya i mean hinayaan nila yung market forces to uh fix itself yeah. no? at uh, not much of the government intervention that uh i mean i mean marami naman talagang perspective sa economics diba na kung ano yung magiging papel ng gobyerno na parang uh, papapel ba siya at mag-intervene. Uh, in times of crisis or uh, let the institutions fix themselves. Pero ayun, uh, I, ako personally, I was expecting President Duterte to uh, uh, do something more. Kasi especially na diba, parang talagang uh, tough talker siya. Pero pagdating sa uh, during this pandemic, ay uh, medyo muted siya sa, ano, sa pagdating sa usapin ng ekonomiya and makes you question kung hanggang saan yung... Uh, kanyang kakayahan dito and uh, kung uh, ano yung influence ng economic team kung mas influential ba sila uh, as, as compared to uh, President Duterte na talagang drugs pa rin yung kanyang uh, <laughs> 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 di ba kapag sa alam mo yan, Judes, um, nag-objetor tayo gabi-gabi ng, uh, <laughs> ng kanyang uh, press conference
0: Yes, and of course, since you said na narrow it down mas ina-narrow it down natin ngayon sa so Marcos administration uh, isa sa mga pangako ni Marcos na talagang tumatak sa mga botante, even for me, tumatak to, among all the promises or the lack of the promises he he, na binatawan niya, is yung gagawin daw niya 20 pesos ang kada kilo ng bigas. Siguro una kong tanong dito, Ralph, can you tell us paano siya umabot sa conclusion na ito? Para ano yung nakikita mong explanation niya? And pangalawa... Bakit tila ito yung talagang nagstick sa mga vote botante. Uh, Nakikita mo may mga comment section na natutuwa sila dito at na, 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 naghihintay talaga sa rito dito at marami ding mga kita sa disinformation channels na nagiging messaging nito na bumaba na to 20 pesos ang bigas. Uh, let's start talk about muna yung uh, root nito and iyon uh bakit to nagstick sa mga tao.
1: Okay, first of all, Judes, sino ba naman ang ayaw ng mas mababang presyo no? Kung kaya di Mr. Marcos yan uh ni incoming president marcos yan why not and uh let's see kum babababa talaga to but here are the facts no? ngayon napakamahal na ng presyo ng uh, fertilizers that is quite essential pagdating sa uh uh pag uh, pagtanim ng ng, uh, ng palay and uh, lots of uh presidents have tried to bring it down and increase the productivity no Judes, in fact, President Duterte himself uh, had a similar promise. Kung matatandaan natin, no, ng 2019, ipinasay yung rice tarification law. Mm-hmm. At uh, yung economic team ni President Duterte promised na uh, around 27 pesos per kilo na lamang ang presyo ng bigas kada kilo uh, kapag napasa itong rice tarification. Pero look where we are now ilang years in uh in the implementation of rice tariffication law uh the prices has uh not gone down to that level but uh, in fact uh sabi pa nga ng economic team noon kapag napasa na ang uh, rice tariffication law either there's no need for nfa rice uh ang nfa rice nasa 27 to 30 pesos yun diba so dapat uh, dapat uh ganun daw or lower yung uh, presyo ng bigas but uh no that has not happened uh, let, oh, yeah. me, let me know you this. Uh, maraming issues pagdating dito sa pag-produce ng, uh, at pagiging competitive ng Pilipinas sa pag-produce ng uh, bigas. As compared to uh, Thailand and Vietnam, mas marami silang mga patag na, mas marami silang kapatagan para uh, magtanim ng bigas. Dito sa Pilipinas kasi medyo yung, uh, yung lupa natin, medyo di ba, talagang archipelago tayo. So that's a big, yeah. that's a big challenge. So, uh, bigger questions in place there are, uh, should we shift the staple, di ba? Parang uh, ano pa magmamaista lang ba tayo or uh, ibang alternative na to rice? So, I mean, may mga ganung uh, katanungan eh. But again, uh, again, uh, we have yet to hear kung ano ba ang uh, plano dito sa 20 pesos. Per kilo. Uh, recently, si uh, socio-economic uh, planning Secretary Carl Chu was said that uh, it's possible. Uh, sabi niya, may mga pag-aaral na daw sila that some areas have that potential to bring prices mm-hmm. down. Uh, th- those areas, uh, the rice-producing areas, no. Uh, although hindi na natin na-follow up yet kung saan exactly, yeah. at, uh, that have the potential to bring uh, prices down. But again, let's see.
0: Yeah. Pero at what para at para sino ang expense na parang sino yung magsa-sacrifice kung sakaling i-push talaga nila na pababain ito sa 20 pesos hindi ba mamagsasaka kasi 'di ba at, at at in in the, in the present situation talagang lugi na talaga sila ngayon kahit na of course ang taas ng bigas natin pero yung inuwi nilang pera ay mababa so possible pa talaga na magtuloy-tuloy ito na if pipilitin nilang ibaba to 20 pesos per kilo yung bigas. Now, of, of course, parang sino ba may ayaw di ba, na gano'n? Kahit ako gusto ko, gano'n na gano'n bigas. Pero posible ba na uh, on, on the sidelines, malaking epekto nito sa mga magsaka?
1: Well, marami naman pwedeng gawin. But yeah, yun nga, uh, you got to choose. Kung ano ba, uh, dadamihan mo pa ba yung import lalo? Kasi yun, lalo talagang babagsak pa yung presyo kapag gano'n. Kasi uh, ngayon, under rice certification kasi tinanggal na yung tinatawag na quantitative restrictions. So meaning, uh, noon kasi uh, may limit lang uh, yung pumapasok na imports uh, to protect the the local uh, producers si mga magsasakan natin dito. Pero under this new regime, under the rice certification law, uh, yung mga waste na lang ay uh, phytosanitary permits, for instance, uh, tatasan ng standards na parang, o oh, uh, halimbawa ano ba uh, dapat gani kakinis lang na <laughs> because for instance I mean you know uh, I mean I'm oversimplifying things already no pero yun uh, yun yung mga ways natin to limit the imports so if we're gonna loosen that up uh, in theory prices will go down uh, but again at the expense of uh, our farmers and let's not forget no uh, may mga industry na experts na in the rice industry that are saying na dapat ay uh, mas mababa na yung uh, presyo talaga ng bigas ngayon. Mm-hmm. Uh, at uh, dapat nga manakakita na tayo ng mga, I, don't know, I think, mga 35 pesos, 37 pesos. May mga ganun naman na, but it should be lower even. Kung uh, talagang uh, napigil yung uh, mga rice cartels dito, the powerful uh uh syndic- rice syndicates na hanggang ngayon ay nagahari. so again that's another issue so ibig if uh, Mr. Marcos uh, if uh, incoming president Marcos will uh, go after them and and uh, the cartels baka bumaba but again let's see
0: yeah so what is parang anong sinasabi ng mga promises na to tungkol kay Marcos tungkol kay uh, president elect Marcos na ganito like sim parang similar siya to nakita ko nga isang pan-editorial cartoon na yung 20 pesos na bigas niya ay on 3 to 6 months uh, na wala ng drugs dito Duterte. So, parang what's say about him?
1: Again, Judes, continuity. <laughs> <Diba>? <laughs> so, yun yung, yun yung nakikita nating theme. Uh, ibang ano lang, ibang... I mean, kung variables X, Y and iba inibalang yung mga letters, for instance. Diba? So, uh, again, that's something that we have to be skeptical, no? Uh... And be vigilant sa pagtutok kung ano pa ba yung mga promises. Uh, but of course, uh, para sa akin kasi, uh, mahirap, uh, mahirap lokohin yung kumakalam na siya. Yeah.
0: And siguro you mentioned na we have to be skeptical. What should the public be wary of naman ba talaga when it comes to promises related to the economy sa mga pang-araw-araw na gastos mga presyo ng bilihin ano dapat nilang parang bantayan kung may tao nag-promise sa nila tungkol dito ano dapat yung siguro take off dapat sila na list dapat
1: Okay now there are talks of a uh, uh a stimulus package no kung saan uh, bibigyan ng cash aid yung uh, mga Pilipino uh, maraming, maraming tumututol dyan ngayon dahil uh, bakit ngayon dapat noon pa nung uh, kasagsagan ng pandemia? Ngayon pa talaga kung saan uh, diba, parang nagbubukas na yung ekonomiya. Although may, malaking issue yung oil. No? So uh, the question there is uh, sino ang dapat bigyan ng uh, cash aid? Kasi yung strategy sinasabi ng mga ekonomista dapat targeted lang yan. Uh, the poorest of the poor should be the ones who receive aid. Hindi pwedeng ding uh, sino nilang ang tumanggap. Now, if that proposal uh, pushes through, uh, that makes a question, no? Parang uh, malaki na yung utang natin and uh, kailangan nating uh, magtipid uh, because of the... Kasi nga, again, continuity, no? Yun yung strategy ni uh, economic manager si President Duterte ata uh, mukhang uh, in many ways mukhang mapipilitan yung economic team ni uh, incoming president Marcos na sundin itong strategy ng uh, pagtitipid. So again, uh, makakatanggap tayo ng ayuda this year or next year uh, is a couple thousand pesos worth it. Di ba? Para uh, na ano ka ba, uh, na uplift out of poverty uh because of the of that uh cash aid or uh in that moment lang or in that uh 1 2 weeks yes tapos uh, i mean di ba parang kapag ganun kasi parang ano ba naman yan? talagang oh. hindi na tayo natuto na yung kultura natin ay uh contento na lang sa barya-barya na pagbibigay na eh ang yaman ng Pilipinas di ba uh uh i mean it's it's so <laughs> frustrating for me that uh i mean of course i i understand din uh, uh maraming mga kababayan natin ang nangangailangan ng immediate uh, cash relief but again in the bigger scheme of things diba parang uh, sana naman ay uh, maintindihan natin yung mga bigger context na to so again yun that's one uh kung magbigay ng cash aid uh we uh the government can do so much better than that by improving government services for instance, better access to uh, credit. Uh, lots and lots of uh, more. And then uh, kung if Mr. Marcos is uh, uh, promising uh, infrastructure, uh, we have to look at it as well kung sustainable ba yan. Uh, yung mga projects na yan, will we need? Uh, I mean, we need lots of infrastructure pero ano ba talaga yung mga natin? or uh, yung mga itatayo pa niya are the flashy ones that will the iconic ones that will be in the uh yung talagang maaalala natin no Sa, I, mean, I mean iconic di ba? so uh, is it is it is it a real infrastructure that we need or is it part of uh the rehabilitation of uh their family name uh,
0: parang interesting that you mentioned that rehabilitation of the family name because my next question would be are there any hints that Marcos at least in terms of his promises like econo- an economy might be similar to his, to his father's economic outlook
1: well if uh, if only uh, president-elect Marcos spoke <laughs> uh know <laughs> during the campaign and uh, now no ma- natin yun. but ako, I uh, I really have very little idea what will happen kasi nga uh hindi siya nagsalita during the campaign period but uh yung mga yung akin na lang ay uh let him uh yung para sa akin Judes, ay uh sige let's see na lang kung uh, ano yung day one no yeah. at ano yung gagawin ng economic managers yun na yung mindset ko at this point eh na parang uh we're not going to hear much from him uh so, let's just uh, look at the actions. <laughs>
0: yes. So, since you mentioned that we have to at least wait until day one dahil wala pa na from him talaga now or in the past campaign period. Uh, the next question would be, para ano ba yung dapat na gawin agad ng Marcos administration? Once sworn into office sila uh, on June 30 afternoon, ano dapat yung una nilang implement in terms of the economy para maayos yung uh, yung iniiwan Duterte? Or pati sa ma, uh, pandemic-wise, maayos yung situation sa Philippines?
1: Well, day one, of course, eh, kailangan talagang ilatag nila uh, yung kanilang plano for the economy. Dahil, tandahan natin, in 2016, yung economic team ni President uh, Duterte, naglatag agad siya ng eight-point economic agenda. Hmm. So yun, I mean, that's a plus for the economic managers of President Duterte na yun pa lang, hindi pa siya naupo uh, nalinawan na kung ano ang magagawin. Ito uh, uh, naglabas si uh, uh, incoming budget chief, amen I na pangandaman ng uh, kanyang, uh I mean ng, ng order no coming from pres- Mr. Uh, incoming uh, President Marcos but these are very generic na parang uh, improve agriculture uh, do something with infrastructure I mean come on I mean that's, those are the basics of uh, of governance. So we need more detail on that para at least man lang makita natin kung ano yung uh, anong tawag dito yung framework man lang ng uh, di ba parang uh, will this be uh, ano ba will this economy uh, be more dependent uh, to foreign investments will this economy uh, uh, have more uh, pro-consumer and pro-poor uh, policies, uh, what will they do for... Uh, will they continue the other uh pending uh tax reform packages of uh, President Duterte? So, I mean, yun pa lang, day one pa lang. Actually, dapat ngayon na dapat uh, medyo naglalatag na sila. Although oh. si... Uh, 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 BSP Governor Yocto naman ay uh, nagbibigay na ng mga media interviews. no So we have more or less an idea kung ano yung mga gusto niyang i
0: Yes. And for my last question, I'll give you free reign. <laughs> Ilabas mo lahat sa salawin mo dito. What are you afraid of that might happen if parang, if lahat naman na mention mo na dapat gawin nila, hindi nila gawin, or even priority nila, or or talagang magkamari sila sa gagawin nila, ano yung worst case scenario na nakikita mo na takot kang mangyari?
1: Well of course uh yung pinag-uusapan natin dito yung ekonomiya no i mean uh uh we can go all uh, i mean sige magfake news na kayo ng mga kung ano-ano tungkol sa uh mga kritiko or alam mo yon parang sige magloko na tayo sa sa social media i mean uh the uh, the trolls can do all anything that they want and uh perhaps even succeed in uh, disinformation pero pagdating dito sa ekonomiya uh it's going to affect everyone it's going to affect you the trolls even uh if uh this next administration cannot uh improve the state of the economy right now so yun yun lang talaga um <laughs> again yung sinabi ko na kanina hindi mo maluloko yung kumakalamnatyan uh, kumakalam na tiyan. uh Ako, I'm also afraid na pagdating dito sa continuity, ay, uh, baka magtuloy na naman yung mga, uh, unfortunately, anti-poor rhetoric of some of the economic managers. Kung matatandaan natin, well, uh, I don't know if you remember this, Judes, no? uh, uh, BSP Governor Benjamin Diokno, yeah, oh. uh, the budget secretary, uh, tinanong siya, uh, kung uh, dito sa inflation ng no 2018 di ba nung talagang sumipa yung inflation o yung pagtaas ng bilihin kung uh, dapat bang isuspend yung train lo tapos ala sabi niya uh, we should be less of a cry baby so don't take it so yun yun yung talagang shocking ako, shocking para sa akin tapos uh, sasabihin sabihin niya na uh, sinabi pa niya noon, uh, remember, we had $135 per barrel under under GMA, so I think we should be less of a crybaby. So, uh, in, ito, sinabi niya in the context no, na the reporters were asking na dapat mag-suspend ito yung train law because uh, tumaas na yung presyo ng uh, mga bilihin, di ba? So, yun, uh, I, I I don't want to hear uh, anything like that anymore. Although, uh, it it's again it's another indication kapag sinasabi niya yung mga ganun kung ano yung logic behind uh their policies
0: yeah so wow napakadaming parang kailangan pang iunpack sa issue ng ekonomiya sa Pilipinas lalo na't sobrang vague pa ng mga plano ng incoming administration at as you mentioned nga parang sobrang huli na sila kasi remembering the Duterte uh, Duterte election in 2016 ang bilis sila maglabas ng una unang mabila sila nagkama the economic team. Pangalawa, may eight-point agenda na sila noon na bago pa magkaroon ng inauguration. Pero ayun, uh, masyadong mahaba pang six years. Meron malapit na ang June 30, 2022. Abangan natin kung ano pa yung mga susunod na gagawin ng Marcos Camp pagdating sa ekonomiya natin. At, kung, at sabi nga ni Ralph, at aabangan natin yun at i natin si Ralph sa next episode para mas i dissect pa yung economic policies ni uh, ni Marcos at sabi nga ni uh, sana hindi na tumuloy yung anti-people anti-poor people policy na lumabas in the past 6 years. So para sa ating mga viewers na gusto sumali sa discussion about this and iba pang issue sa Pilipinas, pwede kayong sumali sa Facebook group na Rappler na tinatawag na Rappler Room. Makita niyo yung links sa comment section at sa screen. So maraming salamat Rile for joining me today. Alam ko Ang ekonomi, isa na pinakamahirap na discuss sa ng, in less than an hour kasi if pag-uusapan ng ekonomiya, kailangan ng mahaba-habang oras siya at most likely dapat may beer na kasama. Pero salamat for <laughs> for dissecting and making these issues uh, as simple as possible at aabangan uh, namin yung next guesting mo sa Beyond the Stories.
1: Okay, thanks to this.
0: Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you would like to be updated on this and other issues, huwag kalimutan na i-follow ang Rappler Newsbreak sa Facebook, pata na rin sa Twitter. Kung gusto mo access to social content and events, pwede ka sumali sa Rappler+. Kung meron ka naman gusto na topic that you think we should discuss in our podcast, pwede can mag-email sa investigative at rappler.com. Again, I am Jalas Gavilan, and this is Newsbreak Beyond the Stories. If you enjoyed this podcast, help us continue to do what we do by contributing to Rappler. You can support us by making a donation of any amount through rplr.co slash supportrappler. That's rplr.co slash supportrappler. Or click on the link in the description. Your donation directly supports fearless, independent journalism in.